Baker Mayfield back in with 3-11 to play. Throws. Intercepted. Intercepted by Butler. 30. 20. 10. 5. Did he get in? Did he get in? Yes, he did. Touchdown! Titans! Malcolm Butler to the house! Williams in at running back. Damian Williams. They fake to him. Deep drop this time. Mahomes swings it right side. Wide open. Sammy Watkins again. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza. Touchdown! Kansas City. 150 yards receiving in a quarter for Sammy Watkins. Gordon split left. White to the left of Brady. Up in front of the back. Tom takes the snap. Play fake. Throw down the middle. Fourth yard. Touchdown Patriots. Still want a punt? Or do you think you need points, Pittsburgh? I love those Patriots announcers. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. TSN Four Downs. I'm Andy McNamara. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. Our new friends out in Vancouver on TSN 1040. And producer Arad is Vandy playing the Browns, quote, highlight, low light from week one, which I have recovered from, ladies and gentlemen. It took me uh, about all week. Really, it did. I had to get over that... Uh, Disaster. 18 penalties. So let me start off the show with this. Anybody, and there's some people in the building here at TSN, I know, and I love you, who are Titans fans and you want to crown these guys, remember, you got handed almost two football fields worth of penalties. So when it comes to this week, people asking me, social media, different shows I'm on this week, hey, Andy, are the Titans for real? You're taking them over the Colts? No. No, I'm not. Because they are as bland and as vanilla as anything. Picture like the canned potatoes, okay? No taste to the Tennessee Titans. So I'll take the Colts. Anyway, a little fired up starting the show today. We got some, hey, good one for you today, folks. Betting trends, tips, odds, overreactions on, in the betting world to NFL games. I got sportsbook director from DraftKings, Johnny Avello. He'll be up in about a half hour time. Before that, we'll uh, go to New England. The Patriots. Woo! Antonio Brown in town. Looks like he's going to play. We'll get the latest from Patriots beat reporter Evan Lazar for CLNS Media Network and the Pats All 22 podcast. We'll get into that. What a difference a week makes. Last week we were live at the terrific NFL 100 event downtown. And we were in real time breaking down Antonio Brown going nuclear on the Oakland Raiders. By the end of the day, he had signed with the New England Patriots. And all looked well in the world. Then the civil lawsuit broke this week. What is going on? Wow. We'll get into that throughout the show. Also, your top storylines heading into week two. Betting trends, as I said. And, of course, fantasy football tips and advice. A loaded. You guys have been bringing it on social media this week. You can still get your fantasy football questions into me. Hashtag AskAndy on Twitter. At AndyMC81. The show at TSN4Downs. Make sure you're watching along on Twitch. Jump in the chat room, too. Twitch.tv slash AndyMacLive. And, folks, we're delivered by Domino's, as you know. But a special Domino's message for this weekend. This Sunday, across the GTA, Domino's is once again partnering with SickKids. What a great cause this is. So on Sunday, September 15, Domino's Pizza Stores in the greater Toronto area, they're offering this. A medium cheese or pepperoni pizza for just 5 bucks, Carry out only. And $2 from each Pizza sold will go towards sick kids on that special. So $5 pizza, first of all, 
There's a five dollar pizza I'm getting out there, but you're also helping sick kids. That's amazing. So that is Domino stores across the GTA. Five dollars carry out medium cheese or pepperoni pizza. Two bucks of that goes to sick kids. All right, let's get to the news. First down. And let's begin with the Thursday nighter. Panthers fell to 0-2. Weather delayed, lost to Tampa Bay at Thursday night. And Cam Newton, man, he just didn't look right. And I don't mean that scarf on his head at postgame either. ESPN Scott Van Pelt and Damian Woody look at Cam's performance. But it just doesn't even appear to be part of the game plan. Like, it's not like he's got lanes to run and he's not running. Like, he's not even they're looking not, to run at not, all. They're not even calling design runs, which he's not healthy. And if Cam, if that aspect of his game isn't there, uh-huh. no defensive coordinator is going to be afraid of Cam because Cam has never been an accurate quarterback. Right. You know, the, the whole allure with Cam Newton has always been this dude is this big physical quarterback that can threaten you both with his legs and his arm. You take away the, the leg aspect, mm-hmm. you've neutralized him. And then just, I, th- I think we're all guilty of this to a degree. When you watch a dude miss a throw that you know has had his shoulder cut two, some, two springs in a row, you go, oh, his arm's not right. Do, do you, and we know that he's re, that he's re uh, sort of configured his mechanics, so to speak. Do you think he looks right throwing the ball? No, no. There were several throws tonight. He just was off target. And remember, Cam has never been the most accurate guy, right? Accurate, you know, quarterback in the sure. league. And he's always had those big wide receivers. Calvin Benjamin, ne- right? Exactly. Uh, Devin Funches. Yep. Now they seem like they transitioned to smaller receivers, and it's really playing out where Cam is just—he's just off target. Yeah, guys, Cam Newton's not right. I would not be shocked if we see Cam Newton retiring in the next year. Really, like. Here's where it gets tricky. When there's not a specific injury that you're overcoming, he's just breaking down. It's sad to see. One of the best, most entertaining quarterbacks we've seen. And it was that true dual threat. How often do we see guys get broken down because they're too skinny, like the Kyler Murrays or Lamar Jackson scampering around? And that will happen to them. Don't get me wrong, that will. But Cam was just so big and he had such a powerful arm. But the accuracy has dropped off even from a non-elite level where it was, he could still get the ball under 50%, and he's not a running threat. He just looks like a broken dude. Uh, that's It's sad. I don't think the Panthers are going anywhere, and don't be shocked over the next year. You heard it here first. I bet you we see Cam Newton hanging it up sooner rather than later. Let's move on. Second down. All right, well, as I said, we just can't get away from Antonio Brown. Civil lawsuit up against him after signing with the Patriots last Saturday. And that was, of course, following his ridiculous antics to get out of Oakland. So, will he or won't he play for New England against the Dolphins on Sunday? Now, it looks like, it looks like he will, but how much? Let's get a Sports Center update, as well as a couple sound clips from the King Mumbler himself, Bill Belichick, on it. The NFL has not yet placed Brown on the commissioner's example list, meaning uh, he is eligible to make his season debut in Sunday's game against the Dolphins. According to Adam Schefter, uh, the NFL has opened an investigation into Brown, which includes an interview uh, with himself and a separate interview with his accuser. Are the plans to have Antonio Brown play on Sunday? Uh, we'll do what's best for the team. Will it be best for the team to have Antonio play on Sunday? Yeah, well, we'll determine that. I mean, uh, I'm not going to hand out a copy of the game plan here. We'll do what we think is best for the team. A long way to go. Obviously, he's not not familiar with our offense. The systems that he's been in have been, you know, quite different. He's working hard to pick it up, and we're working hard to get it to him. That's just part of the process. We try to, you know, get him caught up to speed as quickly as he can. It's too much ground to make up in in a, in a few days, but uh, we do the best we can, and you know, we'll see how it goes. 
What a challenge for New England reporters. Because then you have to ask, well, will it be best for the team if he plays? Well, I'm not going to hand out the game plan. Like, ugh. You just have to... That's got to be the most polarizing beat to cover. Because at one point, you get nothing but wins and championships. The other side, Belichick gives you nothing. Nothing. What do you write about every day? That's got to be challenging. That's got be, Hey, Antonio Brown, and we're getting a lot of Twitter questions at hashtag AskAndy at AndyMC81 for fantasy football. Do I play Antonio Brown? My advice this week, folks, now, if you drafted him already and you don't have a better option, slot him in. I would be very hesitant with starting him over another starting caliber WR1 or WR2 even wide receiver. I don't think he's going to get that many touches as he eases in. And, you know, who, who knows? Who knows what goes down with Antonio Brown? So I'm advising, if possible, stay away from AB. Let's move on. Third down. And it, overall, there are elevated expectations for the New York Jets coming into this season, right? You had Sam Darnold's second year. You had Adam Gase. You had Greg Williams. You had Le'Veon Bell coming to town. Well, yeah, things have gone awry early. SportsCenter's Corey Warren updates us on some really bad news, a bit of good news for the Jets heading into their game versus the Browns on Monday night. Jets quarterback Sam Darnold has been ruled out indefinitely after being diagnosed with mono. New York will go with a backup Trevor Simeon when they take on the Browns on Monday night. The head coach Adam Gase says they could be without Darnold for multiple weeks while he recovers. Some good news for the Jets, however. Le'Veon Bell will play Monday despite having an MRI today to evaluate some shoulder soreness. The MRI revealed no damage to the shoulder. Uh, Bell ran for 60 yards with a touchdown in their week one win against the Bills. So it's not an easy road ahead for the Jets. After Monday night, they will face the Patriots twice, the Eagles and the Cowboys. This will be the seventh time in franchise history. New York will have started two different quarterbacks in the first two games of the season. In the previous six instances, they did not make the playoffs or even finish with a winning record. I'll make a bold prediction right now. Buffalo Bills are finishing second in the AFC East. It's over. It's over, baby. You got Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Now, I will say this. Trevor Simeon despite being extraordinarily average and below average and nothing exceptional, does have a winning record in the National Football League at 13 and 11. How does he do that? He got that with the Denver Broncos, and he did that by not turning the ball over in those wins and the defense and a strong running game winning it. It's your game manager moment of doom with Trevor Simeon. So there is a formula to win. It's just so dejecting. Mono. When was the last time you heard of anybody having mono? But Sam Darnold has it, and he's out. So there you go. That is that is a really tough break, really tough break for the New York Jets who take on my Cleveland Browns uh, on Monday night football. Still to come in the show, we're going to have uh, hashtag AskAndy for your fantasy football questions. Get him in on Twitter at AndyMC81. We'll have our big three game picks. We'll also have my DraftKings sleeper picks on my article on uh, DraftKings Playbook and our prop play of the day. After the break, though, we are going to head to New England. Did our next guest, was he able to to decipher anything from the the mumblings of Bill Belichick? Patriots beat reporter Evan Lazar for CLNS Media Network and Pat's All-22 podcast joins me next here on TSN 4 Downs. Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marbled cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. 
on TSN 4 Downs, NFL Week 2 edition on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton, TSN 1040 Vancouver. We're nationwide now, baby. Andy McNamara with you. You can watch along behind the scenes in studio on twitch.tv slash Live on Twitter at AndyMC81 and at TSN 4 Downs. Uh, we are delivered by Domino's, and it's special this, this Sunday, folks. This Sunday, September 15, GTA stores. So Domino's Pizza stores across the greater Toronto area. If you order, carry out only, a medium cheese or pepperoni pizza for just $5. $5 special, 2 bucks go to help sick kids. Partnering with sick kids once again. Such a great cause, and you get cheap pizza. Great quality for five bucks on football on NFL Sunday. Come on, what do you want? Five dollar pizza, pepperoni or cheese. Carry out only, and two dollars go towards sick kids. Um, that's such a great cause. Go to Domino's.ca today, and you can get it carry out on this Sunday. Domino's pizza stores across the GTA. Still to come. We're going to talk with some betting trends going in from reaction and overreaction, maybe some correction from preseason into uh, heading into week two with Johnny Avello, director of DraftKings Sportsbook. But let's go to New England. The Patriots, they are, well, they're, they're always kind of the center of the conversation, and they have been in a big way since last Saturday. Let's welcome in. He's a Patriots beat reporter for CLNS Media and host of the Pats All 22 podcast, Evan Lazar. Evan, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Thank you. Um, listen, I got to ask you right off the bat. You're a beat reporter. You cover Bill Belichick. My goodness. Like, it's got to be at one, on one side the best beat because they win so much. The other side, probably the most challenging. We heard some sound where he was giving nothing on Antonio Brown. It's okay. What's best for the team, et cetera. Um, were you able to glean anything from how you think Antonio Brown is going to be used this Sunday when he suits up for Pats versus the Dolphins? Yeah, well, actually, yesterday he did go a little bit more in detail about Brown's on-field impact. He's not going to talk about any of the off-field stuff. But the on-field stuff, he did mention, you know, that Brown is pretty far behind the rest of the team in terms of learning the playbook and learning the system. And last year, really, the best comp that I can come up with in recent times is just last year with Josh Gordon. And when they traded for Josh Gordon after they lost down in Jacksonville, he sat out a week and he didn't play until week four against Miami, ironically. So he played 18 snaps in that game, and really it was a matter of they – came up with, you know, 15 to 20 plays that Josh Gordon felt comfortable running, and that was the package that they rolled with. I think that we're going to see something similar with Antonio Brown if he does play tomorrow, which is the expectation, is that there's going to be 20, maybe, well, if we're lucky, 25 plays that he's comfortable with running, that everybody else is comfortable with him in the game running, and that's what we're going to see. I would be shocked if we see him out there for much more than that. And Evan, we know in today's day and age of fantasy football, everything comes back down to people's fantasy teams. So I've been getting a lot of questions. Should I play A.B.? Is he worth starting this week? Judging from what you're saying, it sounds like, yeah, it's probably going to be a pretty limited workload. For, from a fantasy side, maybe uh, if you got a better option, maybe take a knee on, uh, on playing A.B. this week for the Pats? Yeah, I would take a knee and just wait and see kind of what this whole thing looks like. Like I said, last year, Gordon played 18 snaps in his first game. He had one catch for 13 yards on one target. So he, it was a very slow burn with Josh Gordon. It certainly started to pick itself up later on in the season. Now, could Antonio Brown come out and do his best 2007 Randy Moss impression and catch three touchdowns? It's possible. You know, I wouldn't say that it's not possible, but I don't think it's going to happen. Remember, this is all 
also Antonio Brown's first game in eight months, you know, since yeah. last season. He really didn't have much of a run-up in training camp with Oakland because of his feet and the helmet issue and all the stuff that went on there. So I don't even know, you know, where Antonio Brown is at to have him go out there and play 70 snaps tomorrow. Evan, I have to say this. If Belichick and the Patriots culture can quell the storm, the hurricane that is Antonio Brown, uh, that is maybe the biggest accomplishment uh, besides Super Bowls for Bill Belichick, if he can keep him in line. Because this guy, this is, we covered it live on the show, the breaking news, where he was asking for his release from Oakland, then got out. Like, I, I know the, the, the Pats have dealt with attitudes in the past, but this just seems like a whole new level. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for Belichick and them moving forward, and we've already kind of seen it with Tom Brady embracing Antonio Brown. The reports are that he's living with Tom Brady. That's unconfirmed. He was at TB12 the other day and did that Facebook Live video from Tom Brady's uh, little workout facility there at Gillette. So they're trying to foster him a little bit along here. I think the biggest thing is, though, is that the team and the leaders on the team, Matthew Slater, Devin McCourty, those guys need to embrace Antonio Brown equally to what the front office and what Bill Belichick is doing embracing him. That was the big difference with Josh Gordon last year, even though it didn't end up working out for the whole season, is that everybody really fell in love with Josh Gordon in the building and tried to their very, very best to foster him and keep him around and keep him on the straight and narrow. So they're going to have to get everybody to buy in on Antonio Brown. This is not just Belichick's call or just Brady's call. They're going to have to get all 53 players or all 50 two players, I should say, excluding Brown, to buy into him being there. And that's I think, is going to only come down to what Brown does, his work ethic, his commitment, his attention to detail, all the things that you know the Patriot way is kind of made up of. He's going to have to do all those things and show that he is a good teammate and that kind of the stuff in Oakland and the stuff in Pittsburgh was more media fodder than anything else. Because if he doesn't do those things, then those guys are not going to accept him and they're not going to embrace him the same way. Boy, it's going to be fascinating to follow. In conversation with Evan Lazar, Patriots beat reporter for CLNS Media on Twitter, at EZLazar. So, Evan, let's go to uh, the matchup this week for New England. They go to Miami. They play the Dolphins. They are currently sitting at an 18.5-point favorite. It's been as high as 19.5. They put the boots to the Pittsburgh Steelers a week ago. However, there's a little bit of, of history where the first time a Belichick disciple plays Bill, they usually win. But this Miami team just seems like a whole nother level of tank job and incompetence. Uh, what, what should we expect out of the Patriots? Yeah, it's a good question. You know, the, there's the angle of the assistant coming back and the disciple beating Belichick. There's also the Patriots down in Miami. That trend is yeah. not very good. They've lost five of the last six down there at Hard Rock Stadium. So it's not exactly it's, – it's a little bit of a house of horrors, I would say, for Tom Brady and Bill Belichick over the last 20 years. If there's any location in the AFC East that they have problems traveling to, it's certainly Miami. So I think that, you know, that – the points is pretty staggering. I understand where they're coming from. I wouldn't probably be pretty surprised if they beat Brian Flores' bunch by more than 18 or 19 points. I also think that there is some sort of a respect element. Last week against Baltimore, the Ravens just stomped all over Miami. They ran a fake punt up 40 points. You know, they, they did all sorts oh. of stuff. To, to really kind of run up that score. 
Belichick is not going to do that to Brian Flores and Chad O'Shea. He has too much respect for those guys. So I, I'm not saying that Belichick's going to purposely keep this game close, but I do think that there's an element of he's not going to completely wring the neck of the Miami Dolphins here uh, and embarrass Brian Flores like that. So I, I think that the points are safe to take, but I, I do think that you know they're right on the fringe there with that number. I would probably still take the Patriots with the points, but I, I think it will be a little bit closer than that Baltimore game. Just out of a mer- that's that's an interesting take there, Evan. Out of out of mercy type of thing. That's that's an interesting take. Um, in any case, the Dolphins. Let's talk about the AFC East here for a moment overall. We know the Pats are going to win the division. That's that's just how it is. Uh, the Dolphins are definitely the worst. What was an interesting storyline in division to me coming into the season was the Bills and the Jets because you had two second-year quarterbacks both taken in the same draft and Sam Darnold and Josh Allen. Well, Sam Darnold's out with mono and Josh Allen has a chance for the Bills to go to 2-0 and if they uh, d- take out the New York Giants, like when you look at the rest of that AFC division, is it now kind of looking like the the Bills are that second place team that should not not like the Pats should worry about them, but that's the team to to kind of watch in the division outside of New England. Yeah, I actually thought the Bills all along going into the season were the best, second best team in the division. It was all just kind of hinging on Josh Allen. You know, what's he going to look like? What's his progression in year two going to look like? But they really, I felt, built a really strong roster during the offseason in Buffalo that wasn't just in New York, I kind of felt like they were playing Madden a little bit, and they just went out and signed Le'Veon Bell. They signed C.J. Mosley. They threw a lot of money at a bunch of different guys that were just big-name, big-ticket free agents, whereas in Buffalo, they really kind of rebuilt their offensive line. They signed a bunch of new guys on the offensive line. They went and got Cole Beasley, who's kind of like a nice security blanket for Josh Allen underneath on a lot of those option routes. He's actually running a lot of the, It's the same offense, more or less, than what the Patriots run because uh, Brian Dable, their offensive coordinator, is a former Patriots assistant. So they actually are running a lot of the same routes that Julian Edelman runs with Cole Beasley. I thought their defense was already pretty good, and then you add Ed Oliver into the mix, and now it's really good. So I, I really think that they kind of built a team from 1 to 53 that could actually make a push for the playoffs if Josh Allen holds up his end of the bargain. And I think that's just kind of the big question for them moving forward. Evan, great stuff, man. Really enjoyed this. Keep up the great work. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. There he is, Evan Lazar on Twitter, at EZLazar, Patriots beat reporter for CLNS Media and host of the Pats All-22 podcast. We'll take the break, and I want to get into some some betting trends, some tips, some odds, some spreads heading into this weekend and, and changing trends from the preseason. We go the big guy, DraftKings Sportsbook Director Johnny Avello. He joins me next on TSN 4 Downs. Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marble cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. to TSN 4 Downs. I'm Andy McNamara. Make sure you're getting us on Twitter at AndyMC81. The show at TSN 4 Downs. Instagram too at AndyMC Sports. And of course, watch behind the scenes here on twitch.tv slash AndyMacLive. We are delivered by Domino's and special this Sunday. What great timing. Sit down, watch the NFL games and get yourself, carry out only, for stores across the greater Toronto area, Domino's stores, 
$5 cheese or pepperoni medium pizza. Five bucks. Now, here's the good news. Extra good news. Domino's Pizza of Canada partnering with sick kids. Two bucks from every one of those $5 carryout medium pizzas goes towards sick kids. How awesome is that? That is for Sunday, September 15th. Perfect football food. Check out all the great deals at dominoes.ca. That's dominoes.ca. Still to come in the show, we'll have hashtag AskAndy for fantasy football advice and tips. Get your questions in there. And we're going to get some, get some betting trends, get some info right now. We're going to have Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director online. Johnny, how are you? Hey, Andy. I am doing really well. Thanks. Uh, excellent, man. Hey, you know what? We just talked with a Patriots reporter, and I want to get your take straight up on this Patriots line. Let's start here with the Dolphins. Now, from what I could track, it started at 19.5 point favorites. It's dropped as of now to 18.5. When you see a big line like this, like that always scares me a bit because there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of benefit for betting on the heavy, heavy favorite. What's your kind of strategy or thoughts when you see big, big spreads like this? Well... This game actually opened up 14 and a half, and it's run all the way up the ladder to 19. Wow. Um, I thought 17 might be a ceiling on this game. And the reason I thought it would be a ceiling is that when you look at the Patriots' success at, at uh, Miami, it hasn't been that good of, as over the last six uh, visits. You know, the Dolphins have won five of those six, uh, five straight up, and certainly against the spread. Um you know, and the, I think it's what you looked at last. You saw a, just a pitiful Dolphin team who who gave up 59 points, and you saw a Patriot team who seems to have picked up where they left off last year by scoring, uh, you know, the defense holding the team under a touchdown and scoring 33 points. So what have you seen lately, Andy? And that's why the spread jumped to what it was. Is there any benefit in betting it? Um, yes, if you think that. Miami can win the game straight up, which is a stretch. Uh, you can get the 12-14-1. Maybe you use the, the Patriots in a teaser, tease it down to, you know, maybe 11 or so, 11 and a half. So there's a lot of different angles on how to play the game. Um, and, you know, we'll, after Sunday we'll be talking about how the Dolphins uh, either – came back and played a good, solid second game, or the Dolphins are as bad as we all thought, the Patriots are as good as we thought. So yeah. we'll, we'll find out after Sunday. Yeah, that's uh, just whenever you see those big lines, it's always like, oh, you, you kind of kind of wait and see and, and have to think about that one. Uh, Johnny, let's look at some of the the trends and odds that have been updated, all this preseason hype and everyone talks themselves up and, and all that. And then after week one, we see some changes on, uh, based on betting trends, money coming in from the public. And on uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, we see the current odds. If we look at the Patriots, they were a plus 700 week one. That's been uh, now they're plus 400. You see, going the other way, my poor Cleveland Browns plus 1400. This is to win the uh, Super Bowl. Now at plus 2200. Uh, what do, do you caution people, uh, kind of reaction from week one, and just like, you know, hey, hey, settle down? Because every year, it seems, you see some overreaction uh, one way or another to, to laying some cash down. Absolutely, Andy. And I'll tell you what. So week one, these are professional football teams. Week one, some teams had, you know, excellent weeks. Some teams had terrible weeks, and some teams kind of played right in the middle there. They were average, and they were what we thought they were. But when we make adjustments, first of all, I have to make adjustments on all my power ratings after week one. Uh, 
you know, based on how the team's played. And we make adjustments on the future book, as you just mentioned. Now, I think there's tremendous value in this in the future book on week two because, as you mentioned, teams got raised, teams got lowered. So if you like the team early uh, and they lost the Pittsburgh Steelers, they were around 16-18-1, now they're 25-1. to um, If you think that Pittsburgh will rebound and Pittsburgh will have a good season, you could find some good value in the future book, as well as week two – because we, the odds makers, made adjustments on teams. And if you think teams weren't as bad as they played in week one, then this is your opportunity to jump on them for week two. I love, I love this number. because And now, this is, would be the, the longest of long shots, but the Miami Dolphins, to win the Super Bowl, went from plus 15,000 to plus 25,000. So put that in perspective. If, if the, the worlds collide and stars align, uh, we see the four horsemen of the apocalypse and the Miami Dolphins win the Super Bowl, what would like a plus 25,000 pay? What, what is that, a, a dollar? You get 25,000? How does that work? It's, it's huge. Well, 25,000 is actually... Uh, it's actually two hundred uh, two two thousand five hundred to one. That's what you're seeing there. So wow. it's not twenty five thousand to one. Um, can the can the Dolphins win the Super Bowl with all those things happening? Uh, the answer to <laughs> the answer is no. no. Um, and the reason they can't win it is because they're not playing with uh, a team that is top rated players like other teams like the. Uh, you know, like the like the Patriots, like the Saints, uh, you know, like Seattle. They don't have they don't have the top notch quarterback. They don't have top notch players in in the running game or their uh, you know or their their ends or their tight end or their wide receivers. But uh, can they win a couple of games this year? Now we have a prop up, Andy. Will the Dolphins win a game this year? So if you think they'll go winless, you can get. 30 to 1 on that bet. Wow. Uh, and we also have a bet on the Patriots. Will they go undefeated? You can get 25 to 1 on that bet. So Miami going winless at 30 to 1, I can tell you we're seeing a ton of money on all that. People just don't think that this team will win a game. Now, I disagree. I think there's a couple opportunities for them, and they're at home against some weaker foes uh, during the course of the year. So, but, and, you know, we've seen it happen before, and, uh, so far, what they've showed us is that they're they're not very good. No, and and that's it takes some doing to go zero and sixteen. It it, re- it really does. Just just by chance, you'd win. It would be a fascinating story though, Johnny, because they'd be the only franchise ever to go sixteen and zero, and then zero and sixteen. Right? Like you, yeah. you'd ha- it'd be crazy. Very true. I never thought about that. Uh, so, Andy, if you when you look at the Miami schedule, um, they're going to be home against uh, Washington in about a month or so home against the Jets, home against Buffalo, home against Cincinnati. Those are opportunities to get a win. So I think there's a win in our future. Yeah, it just it just seems like it, it has to happen at, at some point. Um, Johnny, when you look at MVP odds and, and changes in rankings as the uh, going from the preseason to the now, has there been any significant money movement on who uh, the, the betting public thinks are going to win the NFL MVP? Well, you, you have to remember that we have biases, uh, right. you know, in, in New Jersey and New York. So we get a lot of uh, we get a lot of people who think that people in that area is going to win. Like Carson Wentz has taken a lot of money, uh, and why not? I mean, yeah, Carson heck. Wentz. Yeah, I mean Carson Wentz. 
played good the last couple of years, got hurt, and wasn't able to finish out the season. One of those seasons, Foles came in and took him to the uh, the Super Bowl and won it. This year, there's no Foles there, so he's got to be the man, and you know maybe he rises to the occasion. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is probably taking the most money. Uh, he's four to one now. You know, Patrick Mahomes with that offense, he can certainly put up some huge numbers on the board. Uh, and remember, this is about the MVP. We don't care if their defense gives up fifty as long as they're scoring yeah. fifty two. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And I'm just looking. You can check the odds. The great thing, too, uh, about DraftKings Sportsbook, sportsbook.draftkings.com. You can go to check out all the, the great kind of prop plays and uh, future bets and stuff like that. Uh, I see, let's see, longest shot to win the MVP, Joey Bosa and Case Keenum at plus 25,000. So there's, there's, your real, there's your real long shot there. And you have Mahomes, Wentz, Rogers, Rivers, uh, Baker Mayfield, and Deshaun Watson as the next ones up there. Johnny, great stuff, man. People can check uh, on Twitter, follow along at DK Sportsbook, and uh, just go sportsbook.com uh, or sportsbook.draftkings.com. Great stuff, man. Thank you, Andy. Have a fine day. You too. We'll talk to you soon. There he goes. Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director. Going over some... Betting odds, trends, changes, futures, always fascinating. And the overreaction heading into week two. I'm thinking, man, you know what? I think I got to take the Dolphins to cover the points. I do. It's just too much. It's too much. Like, like Johnny said, it wouldn't shock me, but that is a lot. And judging from what Evan said, too, maybe Belichick has a little bit of mercy going up against his old assistant. That seems like a bit much, but I wouldn't go much lower than it's down to 18 and a half now, according to ESPN.com. I wouldn't go much lower than that because that should be just a trouncing for the Patriots against the Dolphins. All right, we're going to take the break. On the way back, we'll finish up the show with our big three picks, our, uh, my Ask Andy fantasy football questions. So get them in. Hashtag Ask Andy on Twitter at AndyMC81. I'll go over my DraftKings sleeper picks of the week as well that you want to get into your DFS or league lineups. So we wrap up TSN 4 Downs next. Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marble cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. Back to wrap up TSN 4 Downs. Coming at you on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton, TSN 1040 Vancouver. I'm Andy McNamara. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at AndyMC81 at TSN 4 Downs. Watch behind the scenes. Jump in the chat room too on twitch.tv slash AndyMacLive. Use hashtag AskAndy. Shoot me those fantasy football questions on Twitter at AndyMC81. We're delivered by Domino's. Been saying it all the show. Perfect timing. And what a great cause for NFL Sunday. So this Sunday, September 15, Domino's Pizza of Canada once again partners with Sick Kids. So here's the deal. You go in, carry out specials, any GTA Domino's Pizza store, okay? Five bucks on a medium cheese or pepperoni pizza, two dollars goes to Sick Kids. Come on. Great deal. You're helping Sick Kids Foundation. It's perfect. So check that out. Go to dominoes.ca today. All right, you guys have been Bringing the heat for fantasy football questions this week on hashtag AskAndy on Twitter at AndyMC81. So I try to get to most of them on, on Twitter itself. 
Uh, we're going to answer a few here, and then uh, if I miss any, we'll get to it on, on Twitter. But uh, let's go. Let's get to some fantasy football questions. It's time for Ask Andy with TSN Fournown's fantasy analyst, Andy McNamara. You can join the conversation on Twitter and get your fantasy football questions answered by tweeting at AndyMC81 using the hashtag AskAndy. All right, we'll bring in producer Aradis. Vandy Arad, what do we got for our first question? All right, first question, hashtag AskAndy. How badly did I crush you week one? You stinking guy. Yeah. That was it. Listen, for our NFL.com Fantasy League, our TSN Four Downs is our 16 team league, which has a grand prize, by the way, of a championship custom fantasy ring uh, title ring. Like, you actually get a, an actual fantasy ring on Twitter. Check them out at Football Rings. Uh, and, and there's going to be NFL. Uh, prizes provided by NFL Canada going to be a lot of fun. But if you you still need a league or jump in partway through the season, check it out at NFL.com, their fantasy league. It's really good. And, Arad, yes. Yes, you did defeat me week one. All right. I'm going to whisper So, it. our first question comes from at Atsuri Ottawa. From Francois on Twitter, hashtag AskAndy, PPR. Pick one, Bradley Chubb or Damian Williams. And then pick three of the following. Odell Beckham Jr., T.Y. Hilton, Cortland Sutton, Sammy Watkins, Julian Edelman. Ooh, okay, so we'll go. Let's go with Francois. So uh, Chubb or Williams? I'm assuming it's Nick Chubb, the uh, the Browns running back. I'm going to say Nick Chubb because with Damian Williams in Kansas City, you got Lashawn McCoy eating up targets. I know and carries. I know Williams had a good week, but it looks like the play is going to be more split. And I just think for Nick Chubb. The Browns are going to make a conscious effort to run the football, which they got away from last week because of their 18 penalties. Still can't believe that. And they couldn't run the ball because they were playing at like 2-25. and 25. So Nick Chubb, I think they're going to ground and pound their way past the New York Jets, and it'll also help alleviate the blitz that Greg Williams, their defensive coordinator, will no doubt send. So go with Chubb. On the receiver side, I think T.Y. Hilton, uh, I'd, be, I'd like it more if it was Andrew Luck throwing to him. Dude put up some real good numbers. So I'll say Hilton. Got to go Sammy Watkins while he's healthy, for sure, with Kansas City. And Edelman, I, might, I think I, I, might, I might go OBJ over Edelman just because we don't really know how Antonio Brown's going to be used. And the Josh Gordon, it's a little fishy right now. So I'll say OBJ, Hilton, and Watkins. Nice pun there, using little fishy with the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Second question from <laughs> at rsmitty19. Hopefully it's not the former captain of the Oilers, oh, Ryan Smith. <laughs> hey, Andy, thanks for the advice on starting Deshaun Jackson. He, st- he destroyed it last week. My apologies. How about we keep the train rolling? Devontae Freeman or LaShawn McCoy? Also, I have Antonio Brown, but have no clue if I should start him. Antonio Brown, this is, this is the story we've been going over. I'm saying no. That you do not start Antonio Brown. We heard from Evan Lazar, who covers the Patriots as well. Looks like he'll be kind of in the 20 to 30 snap mark. Also, guys, like the Antonio Brown news, as we found out last week, can change at any moment. For all we know, by the time it's 12.55 p.m. before kickoff, uh, he, he gets pulled out or quits or gets thrown in jail. I don't know. So I'm going to say no to A.B. On the other side, man, uh, Devonta Freeman, what a rough fantasy start. I think he had like four points. I see out of that option, I don't love either, but I think you go with Shady McCoy. As I just said earlier with the Damian Williams, he's being worked more into the lineup. 
I think there's going to be enough touches. I don't love either. If I were you, I would look at the the waiver wire, see if like a Devin Singletary for the Bills might be available because he's still available in a lot of a lot of leagues. Uh, so you might go that route, but that, that's the way I would go. What do we got next? Or at hashtag ask Andy. Andy, I need you. <laughs> Honkinson or DK Metcalf for my flex Ooh, half PPR. Boy, half PPR. You you guys know. I love me some DK Metcalf. He was my combine crush. The guy bigger than Julio Jones, runs faster than T.Y. Hilton. Call him Batman because his body looks like a suit of armor. He is a, an absolute beast and a freak of an athlete. However, he is with the run for Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he out-targeted Tyler Lockett, which I think season-long-wise is going to be interesting. And he could develop. I think he's, he's got WR1 in his future but maybe not this week. And TJ Hawkinson, it's one week, but guys, he was being compared to Gronk. How his, he's physical, how he's a freak. The Chargers are traditionally good against tight ends, but out of that combo, I think Hawkinson is going to get more targets, more opportunities, and we could be seeing the development of the next freak show tight end. Give me Hawkinson. That's what I, that's what I will say. Um, there's one more question, Ask Andy, I want to get to before. Uh, there was a good question here from uh, at Michael Pagano 71 says, I'm in a very deep draft. At RB, do you start Darren Sproles or Kenyon Drake? And I was a bit bullish on Drake as far as that he's going to get some opportunities, but the Dolphins were even worse than we expected, and there's just not going to be the game flow. So Darren Sproles with the Eagles, yeah, you're in a, in a timeshare, but he still put up some some real good fantasy points last week. Got into the double digits. So out of those two, I'm going to go with Sproles because Kenyon Drake, like a ride man, I, I don't know if that dude's going to be touching the ball too much against the Pats. I don't know. That's going to be tricky. Uh, use hashtag AskAndy. If I didn't get to your questions, I will on Twitter at AndyMC81. Let's get to our game picks. Big three. The Big Three. All right, and let's begin Vikings at the Packers, two teams that are 1-0, Green Bay, two-and-a-half-point favorites. This is interesting to me because, boy, that week one Thursday game against the Bears was a absolute dud. It's essentially a pick Um I'm actually going to go with the visiting Vikings. I really like what Dalvin Cook brought in the running game, and I think Kirk Cousins does have the ability to air it out a little bit. I'll go for the upset Vikings. What do you think, Arad? I'm going to oppose you on that one. I'm going to oh. go with the Packers. I think they'll win by a field goal because the Vikings are inconsistent. Give me If Dalvin Cook's healthy, man, they're going to feed the beast. So we'll see in that one. Okay, so Arad going Pack. I'll go Vikings. Let's go to Monday Night Football. My Browns, embarrassed. They're going up against the Jets, which has mono around the locker room. Sam Darnold is out. Trevor Simeon is in. Le'Veon Bell's banged-up shoulder had an MRI. Looks like he's okay. Uh, Browns are six-and-a-half-point favorites. I'll take Browns to win, Jets to cover. What do you think, Arad? I'm with you. Browns to win, Jets to cover. I think with a healthy Le'Veon Bell, they'll be able to go mano-y-mano. I I just feel this is going to be a typical Trevor Simeon game with how he won in Denver. They're going to try to grind it out with defense and run the ball. And that's what the Titans did last week. The Browns, again, beat themselves with all those penalties. This is the return matchup. Now, it was in Cleveland last year, but it was versus the Jets where Baker Mayfield made his iconic debut and changed the Browns' future forever. So I'll say, yeah, Browns win, 
but Jets cover. Uh, last one here. This, I hope. Like, you know, Rod, how you, you come out and sometimes you see a matchup and it looks so entertaining and then it turns out being like a 13-10 stinker? I hope this isn't it. Rematch from the playoffs last year. Saints at Rams. Oh, my. Rams, boy, they were at two-point favorites, down to one and a half. That's as much of a pick as you get. Drew Brees, revenge game. I will go Saints on the road. Both teams are 1-0. and uh, one and oh. Saints not only just on the road, Arad, they win by a touchdown. You mean um, Saints by seven? Yeah, I'm with you. Saints Come by on. at least seven. They're yeah. driven by revenge, Yes, but the Rams are not. And the no you hear in the background is our host, Mr. Matthew wow. Cos, who does not agree. M- Matthew Cos, who, uh, uh, hey, Matty, Giants are going to lose. Sorry. <laughs> uh <laughs> So there you go. That's the big three. I'll give you one of my DraftKings sleeper picks here. You can find the full list on a DraftKings playbook. I got it up on my Twitter as well at AndyMCD1. The play I like the most, Dion Kane for the Colts at 3000 bucks. Pop him in your DraftKings lineup, or he's probably on your waiver wire with Devin Funches out. He immediately elevates him to a WR2 role with him and Paris Campbell. But Campbell's skill set, way too similar to T.Y. Hilton. Kane, the bigger target at 6'2". Go with Kane. There you go, folks. Oh, that was a fun show. Uh, if you missed any of it, Get it on the TSN 1050 show page on Twitter at AndyMC81. For Arad, I'm Andy Mack. You've been listening to TSN 4 Downs.